Hello everyone and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for our first F1 race review of the year and of the channel, the Bahrain Grand Prix. Wow, that was a race. I really, really enjoyed that. Obviously I've missed Formula 1 over the winter break. We're back and that's how we do it. That is how we do it. Let's, let's go through the race in general and to start with the race we have to talk about what happened a couple hours before the race and that was Charles Leclerc taking a new energy energy store engine element which uh, you know raised lots of concerns about the Ferrari engines I wonder if there's any need for those concerns I'm sure we'll get onto that as we go along so lights out and away we go and it was a very bad start for Sergio Perez he seemed to get eaten up by both of the Ferraris, with Leclerc going into second place and uh, Perez having to battle with Charles Leclerc. Further back, Lewis Hamilton got the jump on his teammates, got in front of George Russell, and it was a collision between Stroll and Alonso. The two Aston Martin boys coming together. It seemed like maybe Stroll was heading in a bit too quick, or I think... Um, Alonso was battling against Hamilton and trying to get the quick cut back on him. Didn't see Stroll there. The two came together. There wasn't any need for penalties or anything. It was a racing incident. But both were very, very, very lucky. Alonso was lucky not to get a puncture. Stroll was lucky not to break his front wing. They both managed to carry on, but it did give both Mercedes the advantage as Mercedes went ahead of Aston Martin. Uh, Hulkenberg was also in the walls with Esteban Ocon losing part of his front wing so an eventful first lap no need for a safety car or a virtual safety car at that point but it seemed like Max Verstappen was running away and this was really one of the last times we would see him in active competition in the race um, as we continue Ferrari come over the radio to Charles Leclerc and possibly one of the most shocking things to happen in the race they reveal they are on plan A now, unless Ferrari have rearranged the alphabet, normally we're hearing them say Plan B, Plan G, Plan H, Plan Y, but no, not today. Plan A for Ferrari. Unbelievable. Uh, three laps in, we get our first pit stop from Pierre Gasly. He was starting at the back of the grid and was the first to pit. It was a slow pit stop, I wrote down here, 3.7 seconds. Now, here's when something very interesting happens. If you've been watching my videos on the Formula 3 race and the Formula 2 race, you will know that uh, the FIA have been clamping down very hard on the starting procedure infringements. We had a couple penalties uh, for the FIA sprint and the Formula 2 sprint. Then we had another penalty for the Formula 3 feature race. Like I said that, I wonder if this will continue into the Formula 1 race. And it did, because it seems like uh, Esteban Ocon did the same thing that Mini did in the Formula 3 feature race, where he went a bit too forward in his pit box, and he did receive a penalty for that. He would receive a five-second penalty for Esteban Ocon. We'll get back to that later on. We have a huge battle here between Fernando Alonso and George Russell, and George, he was incredible. An incredible move um, round the outside of turn four 
on George Russell from Fernando Alonso. Seeing these Mercedes and Astons going at it was really entertaining today and something I think we're going to be seeing a lot of as we continue. This is when uh, Oscar Piastri unfortunately had to retire from his debut Formula 1 race in the McLaren with a gearbox issue. It was very early in. Does it say here what lap he was on? Lap 13 when Oscar Piastri had to DNF. So very unfortunate there for the rookie. Um, at, well, at this point, I look at the timing board on the side of the screen, and somehow Valtteri Bottas was sixth ahead of ahead of both Alonso and Russell. And I have no idea how he did it. He was just there. He'd pit with everyone else. They were all sharing the same tarmac, and he just got to sixth. So, well done, Bottas. Still got it in the Alfa Romeo. Uh, this is when we realised that Ocon has served his five-second penalty, but served it wrong. Um, it looked like they were changing the front wing on the car, and they went in to uh, fix the front wing a little bit too early. So they didn't serve the full penalty, so he had another one, but this time it's a 10-second penalty. The FIA proper clamping down on this. If you serve your penalty wrong, you don't just have to do your penalty again, you get double the penalty, which is incredible. So now Ocon has had 15 seconds worth of penalties, and we weren't even 20 laps into the race. Uh, Ocon and Norris were now sharing the same piece of tarmac, because Norris had one of the worst races I've ever seen in my entire life, and it was 100% not his fault. The uh, McLaren had to pit seemingly every 10 laps, and they were refilling something on the McLaren. I think it was the hydraulics. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's what it was. Um, let's have a look here. Does it, does it say on here how many pit stops everyone made? Uh, Lando Norris, throughout the entire race, six pit stops in a 57-lap race, because he had to come in, they would refill the hydraulics, and then send him out again. Really, they should have retired the car, but I think they were using the race as another testing session, to be honest. The positives from McLaren here, though, were Norris and Ocon were going wheel-to-wheel, -wheel, and they were holding up good pace. Norris was on the softs compared to Ocon's hards, but Norris got ahead of him, so, you know, there's the bright side for the McLaren fans and for Lando Norris. Uh, lap 26, Sergio Perez makes an overtake on Charles Leclerc and takes P2. Oh, back to Esteban Ocon. He was speeding in the pit lane. That's another five-second penalty for Esteban Ocon, making 20 seconds of penalties for Ocon so far. Now, lap 33, and we see Lance Stroll with his broken wrists and broken toes and broken spine and broken legs and everything's broken in him, but he's challenging George Russell round the outside of turn four and he gets the job done. Fantastic move from Lance Stroll. Uh, not the overtake of the race, though, for me. We'll get onto that right now, because it's lap 37, and it's Fernando Alonso versus Lewis Hamilton. An absolutely fantastic battle. It appeared that uh, Alonso wanted to do the same thing that Stroll had done, going around the outside, but when he came into turn four, I think he looked in his mirror, saw Lewis there, and thought he was going to hit him, and kind of swerved out a little bit, leaving the door open for, for Lewis to go back through, but it didn't last long, because Alonso would take him down the inside of turn 
10. An absolutely incredible overtake from Fernando Alonso. Uh, during the start of the race, they kept on popping up this thing, vote for your overtake of the month, which is new. Uh, so if I get to the, the time when I can vote for my overtake for the month, it's going to take a hell of a lot to beat that one. Fernando Alonso on Lewis Hamilton in Incredible. We go to lap 41 now, and it's when all the Ferrari fans turned off, because Charles Leclerc, currently he was at uh, P3, driving pretty well. Uh, I mean, he wasn't too far from Checo, but he was kind of in his own race. When we see him going slowly, and his engine stops, don't know what's going on here, but the Ferrari engine issues continue into 2023, because he is out. They changed the uh, energy store this morning who knows if it was the same part that went i'm sure we'll find out in time but yeah bad times for charles leclerc he is out of the race uh the only positive from here is that the ferrari seemed to have good pace in his hands and you know the person who dnf'd the first race of the year last year went on to be champion so let's let's see what happens but because charles leclerc is out and Fernando Alonso is only about two, three seconds behind Carlos Sainz. That now means that Fernando Alonso in his debut for Aston Martin could be fighting for a podium, which is insane. Um, we also need to talk about uh, Pierre Gasly. Now, Pierre Gasly had a bad day yesterday. He qualified, I think it was 17th. Then his time got deleted for track limits and he went to the back of the grid starting P20. But he did an incredible recovery drive. Really, really impressive from Pierre Gasly. There was a lot of people writing him off after yesterday. They won't be doing that today. Really good drive for him. He ended up finishing ninth. We'll go through where everyone finished later on. But really impressive from Pierre Gasly. And on lap 44, his teammate Esteban Ocon decided to call it a day. 20 seconds of penalties. He's at the back. He was kind of battling with Norris, even though Norris had had about four more pit stops at this point. And they decided to call it a day. They're not going to waste any more of their engine on this race. Ocon is out. Now it is Alonso's time to fight the person who uh, called Alonso their hero growing up, his fellow countryman Carlos Sainz, the battle for P3, and they, I, I think they hit each other into turn four. Couldn't fully see, but I think they did. Somehow, Alonso, his car's been hit from the front, his car's been hit from the back. Nothing's falling off and nothing's breaking. He's getting very lucky. But it's a fantastic battle that Fernando Alonso comes out on top of, with Alonso taking P3 to complete the podium. After this, Carlos Sainz starts complaining of bouncing on the radio in the Ferrari. So is that uh, track surface? Is that porpoising? We won't fully know until we go to Saudi now because that is a much smoother track. If they're bouncing there, it's definitely porpoising. Uh, Hulkenberg gets a five-second penalty for track limits. It's not the best race for a turn for Hulkenberg, as much as he was very impressive yesterday. Um, then we kind of see this battle between Sainz and Hamilton get out, but it seems like both of them are just kind of on their last legs towards the end where neither can really attack. So Sainz is able to kind of get away with that one. Then we get to the final lap. Max Verstappen wins the Bahrain Grand Prix. He was 12 seconds ahead of his teammate Sergio Perez in second. And Fernando Alonso, his debut for Aston Martin, comes home in third. Meaning 
that in one race for Aston Martin, he has equaled the amount of podiums he got in two years at Alpine. It's so good to see this man back near the front of the pack. I can't wait to see what he does the rest of the year. He seems so happy there. His radio messages are great. Oh, it's so good for Fernando. And no surprise here, Fernando Alonso won driver of the day with over 50% of the um, vote. Wow. But, you know, great news for all guys on the podium. Red Bull, this time last year, had just suffered a double DNF on the first race ever for Red Bull powertrains. One year later, it's a 1-2 for Red Bull. And Fernando Alonso makes up the podium. Fantastic race. I really, really enjoyed it. If this is what we're getting all year, you know, as much... I'd like to see maybe the gap uh, that Max wins by to be a bit smaller. Maybe a bit of competition there. Maybe Charles Leclerc could have challenged him later on. There's no real way of knowing there. But, yeah, the entertainment that mainly Fernando Alonso gave us today was fantastic. I think... Uh, let's just quickly go through everyone here. So, Oscar Piastri... Very unlucky for him. Who knows what he could have done in this race. If only 13 laps. And the McLaren, wow. Um, if McLaren better get these upgrades quick. Because if this is what their season looks like, they are running a risk of being worse than that time of uh, the McLaren Hondas with Button and Alonso, where they would barely finish any races. They've developed a Formula 1 car that can't finish a race unless it pits six times. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's not even a long uh, lap. It's about 1 minute 30, 1 minute 35. How the hell is this going to cope in Spa when you're pushing the 150s, maybe 2 minute lap times? Awful. Awful for McLaren. Uh, Charles Leclerc in the Ferrari. Wow. It's just the same issues as last year. He looks good, but the Ferrari has let him down yet again. Um, so this is a big warning sign not only to Charles Leclerc but also Carlos Sainz and also the Haas and the Alfa Romeo lads as well because that Ferrari engine. Esteban Ocon, who knows what he could have done without those penalties. But, you know, as much as there was ones which aren't, weren't his fault, such as not serving the penalty correctly, uh, not being in the box correctly, that's on him. Speeding in the pit lane, that's on him. Getting overtaken by a McLaren, that should be a penalty in itself because they're so bad. You know, that's on him. Lando Norris, I mean, you've got to feel for him. You've just, he doesn't deserve this. But he did sign a four-year contract, which was a bad idea. Uh, Zhou Guan Yu finished in 16th. Now, interesting thing about Zhou, he was about 12th or 13th. Then on the second-to-last lap, they pitted him for the softs, and he got the fastest lap. Uh, now, when he pitted, I thought, that's interesting. What's going on here? I thought maybe he had damage or something like that, but it didn't appear so. From what I can tell, um, Pierre Gasly had the fastest lap. And Alfa Romeo, I think, pitted Joe to take the fastest lap off Gasly and off Alpine. Alpine, sorry. Because if the, if they're in a battle this year, who knows? That one point could mean everything. Uh, Gasly did finish just behind Bottas, so I think that's what they did. They knew Joe wasn't going to be challenging for 10th at that time. So pit him in, get him have the fastest lap. I think that's what happened there. Nico Hulkenberg finished in 15th. Uh, not great for him. Real great qualifying, but it just all fell apart for him today. Uh, his wing took a battering on the first lap. Then he was just uh, driving without half a front wing for the majority of the race. Then he pits, has to have the front wing changed. Then he gets a penalty. Not great for him. Nick DeVries was in 14th. 
quite a quiet race for him, really. I don't remember seeing much of him until near the end, where he was kind of battling with a few people. Kevin Magnussen was 13th once again. I don't think we saw him for the entire race. Uh, Logan Sargent was 12th. Once again, Logan Sargent continues to impress me. He impressed me yesterday. He really should have got through to Q2. He was very unlucky there. But, you know, he wasn't that far off his teammate. He drove well. No huge mistakes. A lot of people were going, oh, well, he's the Latifi of this year. Absolutely not. 12th place for Sargent. Very well done. Uh, Yuki Tsunoda in 11th. Really very close um, to getting points in this race here. Just over one second off the back of the Williams. So... You know, as much as I thought that Nick DeVries might walk Yuki here, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is Yuki leading the team. Alex Albon comes home in 10th to be the first of the point scorers. Uh, at the Williams launch, I said Williams are going to have a pointless season. They've proved me wrong within the first race. Very happy for Albon there, doing great. Gasly with a fantastic recovery drive to 9th. Bottas doing his consistent Bottas thing in 8th. George Russell could only manage 7th which is not great for Russell there. He would have really been expecting better than 7th place. He won't be happy with that. Lance Stroll, he's broken every bone in his body, but he got 6th place with the second best overtake of the race. Lewis Hamilton finished in 5th, but sounded very happy about it. Carlos Sainz will be a bit disappointed to already finish in 4th. He really did have the pace to be on the podium. Then, of course, the podium boys, Fernando Alonso, Sergio Perez, Max Verstappen. Wow. What a race. Very much enjoyed that. Right. Um, I think either tomorrow or Tuesday I'll be back up here to do my driver ratings of 1 to 10 of everybody in the race. And if there's any breaking news or anything, I'll be back up here to talk about it. Uh, but if that is it, we'll be back in two weeks' time to go to Saudi Arabia, the fastest street circuit on the planet. Very exciting. And I hope for more great racing like we saw today. Uh, you know, just tell me, who was your hero of the race? My F1 hero, Fernando Alonso, today. So, I'll see you next time. Goodbye.